Welcome to Valtteri Podcast, a podcast that is meant to be about Formula One, but actually isn't really about Formula One. We are in an alternate reality that's exactly the same as ours, but with one exception. A regulation change means that this Formula One season, a different wildcard team is added to every race on the calendar. This team is fully expected to finish last each week, and therefore does not have to abide by any of the rules laid out for other teams and is also provided for infinite funding. Each episode, we will meet the CEO of the team entering the upcoming race to understand how they've set up their team and how they've prepared for this one-off occasion. Interviewing them shall be your podcast host, Tim Borge, who is also the owner of this voice. Hello! For this weekend's race in Silverstone, we are joined by the leader of the Silverstone Ravagers Malta, Dan Schwerep. Oh my, okay, I got it, I got it. This meeting's being recorded, yes sir. Jesus Christ, that was aggressive zoom. <laughs> it gave me, me a little pop-up message with this robotic female voice, like, this meeting is being recorded, like, fuck, all right. Yeah, is that more aggressive than like how people usually come on to you? Yeah, uh, it depends. It depends on the it depends on the bar. Ah, right. <laughs> a couple of times they've been fucking aggressive. Okay, want, want to like name and shame the the bad bars or do you want? To I mean, keep one time, one time at actually, it, there was aggression. There was a there was there was subtle aggression from a person we both know, and I'm gonna say nothing else. Should we give them a fake name for for, for the sake of it? I can only think of their name right now. Oh, we can pass that as their fake name. Don't worry. Uh, no, we can't. Uh, it's very particular. <laughs> then there was another one who was way not not subtly aggressive at all. Same I mean, night. She literally, same night. She literally like shoved her tongue down my throat. If it was if it was opposite, it would have been sexual assault. Well, this still is sexual assault, but... I mean, technically, yes, but I'm not afraid of her, so it's like, feels different, you know? You know what I mean? No, I don't. You know... Fun, no, funnily enough, I've never had a tongue shoved down my throat without <laughs> consenting. That, it happened twice. Um, and both times were awkward, but I was left with the thought of, like, if I was doing it to them, they would be afraid. It okay. wouldn't be awkward, you know. It wouldn't be just yeah. like, oh, okay, sweetie, that's no, thank you. It would be, a, oh fuck, oh no, is he gonna rape me? Kind of, yeah. kind of situation, you know. Is this the same week where you ate three assholes? <laughs> Incredible! Mm. I can ask that question to someone. <laughs> no, it may have been four, but <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a that was a particularly. You know, dark or amazing time, depending productive? on how you look at it. Productive for sure. Productive for sure. I don't. I still. I still, to this day, cannot understand how that happened. How that month or two, where I had a podcast, a full-time job, uh, a, a business, a eight girlfriends. Like I don't know what. I I know for a fact I wasn't taking any drugs. But I'm still surprised I wasn't. It still doesn't make sense to me that I wasn't taking a mountain of methamphetamines <laughs> to keep up with it, you know, or Viagra at least. <laughs> I don't fucking. <laughs> Funny enough, even I'm struggling to believe you. I and like I, I I do believe you, but I'm struggling. I, I, I I'm struggling to believe me. I'm like, what was I on? <laughs> I try. I keep trying to do that again, and I can't. <laughs> Dirtier start to this podcast than it usually is. Oh, are you surprised? No, not not one bit. Sorry, no. listeners, you'll have enjoyed that, all three of you. Um, yeah. <laughs> hi, Dan. Welcome to Valtteri Podcast. Hey, how's it going, man? It's an honor. Oh, are we doing this now? Sure. Fuck's sake. No, I hate small talk. <laughs> oh, but I like it so much. Piss off. What would you rather have big talk? Yeah. Yeah, please. All right, let's talk about enlightenment. That's why I race anyway. Yeah, I mean, for the listener, my background is very white. It's like, you know, to, to my left, there's a little light coming in. It's possibly like something coming out of um, the gates of heaven. And Dan has the most artificial light 
light you can only find that not the location he's in but you know um maybe a government office of sorts i don't know yeah 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 could be could be easily, or a prison like that also when you when you first said that i thought you were talking about race like your like your your background is white very white and i thought <laughs> we were going to go down a oh. like a starbucks conversation or something I, I, the listeners have seen the, this face presumably they could figure that out yeah 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 i mean you're vaguely brown to be honest mediterranean in it yeah we're all te technically african if we look at it from a tectonic plate perspective true true I, I mean we're all pink on the inside at the same time so who cares that, i can't i can't confirm by the way that we're all pink on the inside all I, of us all, all of us i promise i've seen enough insides that uh <laughs> we're all pink you checked every single one <laughs> i've checked i've checked a representative sample <laughs> That'll do. I think <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to spend this entire episode questioning you um, on the validity of what you've said regarding eight billion people who are alive and the far larger number of dead ones. No, no, you can um, trust me though. Accepting the face value. I know things. I've seen the mind of God. That Daddy Hermes. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, my Instagram handle for anyone wondering. <laughs> Daddy dot Hermes. Follow me on the gram. Yeah, it's Daddy because. People call him Daddy and Hermes because he delivers slowly. I, I like that one. I might use it. Yeah, take it. It's all yours. I, I can't, so... Yeah, I deliver slowly, but I come quick. So it's kind of an oxymoron, I suppose. Is that, is that an oxymoron? I don't know. I just I use that word incorrectly often. You're an oxymoron. <laughs> <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, small talk. Yeah. Dan, uh, welcome to Valtteri Podcast. Uh, do you know why it's called Valtteri Podcast? I have no idea. I good. was going to Google it and then I was like, nah. Yeah, fair play. Okay, good. We'll leave it that way. Um, what is your level of interest in Formula One slash sports generally? I mean, I, I'm going to have be having a race in Silverstone, so I would say it's my career, you know? Sorry, what was that? <laughs> there were individual words there, of which I could no, make I know, sense, I know, but not as a collective. I know, I know literally nothing, besides that my dad used to watch the start of the race every, you know, whenever it would happen, and then fall asleep quickly oh, after. Is that Daddy Daddy Hermes? That is Daddy Daddy Hermes. Although we call we called him. Granddaddy Hermes. No, we actually did call him Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although at some point I saw calling him Pa. Of course. He was did. very confused. Of course, that's your inner Slima coming out. Exactly. No, inner Slima would be Papa. So it's like I'm mixed race ultimately. Like my my mom is from Slima, my dad's from Borimla. So, you know, just the one Pa. Yeah. Was so enough. For the listener, you can probably explain Slima, Bormla. Uh, Slema is where the posh people live in Malta, and um, Bormla is where the like drug addict prostitutes live. Yeah, that's generally accurate. To <laughs> pretty pretty accurate. The nth degree, just figure out what n is by yourselves. So I gather you're not interested, but your dad had minor social function interest. Possibly. My dad would watch the start of the races that's yeah okay what was this the late 90s i'm assuming or yeah back when michael schumacher was a thing oh yeah and then and then at some point he got very excited about the black english one who used to have sex with nicole scherzinger uh, hamilton <laughs> sir lewis yeah, <laughs> yeah he's yeah, only I'll a sir <laughs> ah you know <laughs> <laughs> Sir Shag the Negotiator. I mean, that is much more impressive than the fact that he got knighted by the Queen. Yes, yes, definitely. I mean, they, they hand those out like pastizzi these days. Pretty uh, much. Pastizzi for the listener. Um, oh, that's delicacy. a vagina. And yeah. Maltese delicacy as well. There you go. We've just said the same thing, arguably. Uh, not arguably. <laughs> I don't think you need to argue it, frankly. 
I don't, I, I'm asking you, like, really, because I'm saying arguably because you're the expert there. Oh, it is the same thing, 100%. Yeah. Okay. So, Dan, of course, you are the... Ooh, he looks over his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who's there? <laughs> I was staying in without context. Um, yeah. For fun. Uh, so, Dan, you are, of course, participating in this week's race in Silverstone, it is. Exactly. Yes, the middle of July. I assume you must be glad to get away from the Maltese heat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and going to Silverstone, of all places, is just a, it's just a dream come true. Yeah, it's been on our bucket lists for ages. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. The, silver. The, the silver sheep of the Grand Prix family, I think. Oh, sorry, the Grand Prix. <laughs> How have I never pronounced the Grand Prix? <laughs> I think I just think it's like elitist and exclusionary not to pronounce the X, you know. Yeah, it's amongst the many elitist and exclusionary things about this sport. Oh yeah, yeah, but that's the French for you, you know. Elitism and exclu- exclusionarianism are basically a national pastime. I'm sure you enjoyed that thoroughly. <laughs> So I have no clue what the last thing we said was, but for the listener, um, a stranger just walked into where Dan is. Dan had to small talk for a good 10 minutes. I was laughing my ass off. At some point, the stranger went to the door handle, nearly opened it, and then came back in to ask Dan another question. Oh, my God. And Dan just I'll, tell you, yeah. I'll tell you who the stranger was after. And Dan's just there, humble, bragging about how much money he spent on tattoos. Yeah. Just the 60,000 on the left pinky. <laughs> so, um, for the listener, Dan said, Illiba, that's just the calm. Ah, uh, yes. Sorry, I, I'll try to avoid Maltesisms. No, do, do, do them. We'll, um, we'll, it's an just educational explain. podcast. Fair. As well. Fair. The last thing we said, we we're talking about the Grand Prix. Ah yes, the Grand Prix. You will, and of how, course. Um, elitist it is not to not to sound the X, not to pronounce the X. Yeah, you, you're you're fitting right in with the amount you said you spent on tattoos there. Yeah. Elitist. So. Yeah. Well, it, it, and it's gonna be far north of that number by the time we're done, Tim. <laughs> by the time we're done. <laughs> oh well, not by the time we're done. I'm I'm using the royal we as the um. elitist that I am. Oh, okay, I thought that because I can only see the upper half of your body. I thought that someone just tattooing your lower half at the moment. No, 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 no. The cock tattoos come later. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Yeah, I might, I might get a like a nice phrase out of this podcast that you know I'll <laughs> to get like around, around, you know. Ah, yeah, yeah, going circular. Thing. Exactly, circular yeah, around yeah. it. Like so, the like like the racetrack one would say. Yeah, you can always just write tattoo Grand Prix on it. Uh, that is a good good thing to get tattooed on your brick. Yeah, or a really bad thing if you're lacking in that department. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I guess maybe if you like black it out, it makes it bigger. Big if. Sure. <laughs> Speaking of Grand Prix, uh, you're yep. taking part in the British Grand Prix and you are entering with a wildcard team that you are in charge of for one week only. So, Dan, tell us, what mm-hmm. is the name of your team? The the Silverstone Ravagers. Silverstone Ravagers. I wonder what could have inspired that name. Probably the, the track. It is my least favorite track, I'll admit. It's quite a shitty track with all those bends. Oh, that feels like it makes it possibly a bit more competitive. I, I like the straight ones. Yeah, you know, I those figured you like straight, the straight line ones. tracks. They end in a brick wall. Ah, right, yeah. Those oh, are so my you, favorites. You want like highways? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just highways. Preferably being chased. It's my favorite type of Grand Prix. <laughs> Who do you want to be chased by? Um, Noel Gallagher. Noel Gallagher. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> or no, actually, probably Nicole Scherzinger. Okay, we'll we'll put both of them in a car. Don't worry. And if anyone else comes up, oh, John Cleese. 
John, uh, John Cleese. I hate John Cleese. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> Ravengers. Let, let's Ravagers, delve into that. Please. So, is it Silverstone Ravengers, please? Ravage. Ravagers. Okay. Ravage. Ra- Ravagers. Um, what's the inspiration behind Ravagers? It's the name from the Guardians of the Galaxy troop. Okay. That traverses the galaxy looking for misadventures and booty. Right. Booty being the golden Treasure. type, not the the fleshy type. It could be both. Absolutely. It could be both, but they specifically look for the golden type. Yeah, they're gold diggers. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Dan, as we said, there's no limitations at all to what you could come up with this weekend. You've got infinite money at your disposal. Mm-hmm. You're not bound by any laws or regulation whatsoever. Tell us a little bit about the vehicle you're bringing to this race. Oh, so obviously I'm going to revive the classic Moscovich brand, the, the Soviet car. Okay. No, nothing's more reliable than that. So let's describe the classic Moscovich car, first of all, and then how you're going to alter it. I mean, the, the classic Moscovich car is just a, a square and four wheels. Okay, that, that does and sound reliable. Fair we're play. We're just going to alter it by shoving nitroglycerin into the engine and hoping for the best. So, yeah, you, you've really thought this through. Definitely. <laughs> um, is there a specific... So, I don't know much about the Moscovich car. What's it, like, famed for in particular? I mean, it's reliability and it's Sovietness. Uh, Sovietness. Yeah, it was Ferrari red before Ferrari was red. You're flying, flying the communist flag on this? Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. I'm a filthy communist. Yeah. Aren't we all? A filthy commo. Filthy commo. Right. Hell yeah. Um, not Russian, but I'm a communist. Not British, but I'm a British nationalist. Yeah. It, it now makes sense uh, as to why John Cleese will be chasing this car. Ah, there you go. <laughs> it's it's already going into a lovely uh, bit of narrative. Now, tell us a bit about the machinery other than the nitroglycerin. You going to have anything else powering the car? An engine, presumably. Worth? 600 horsepower. Maybe, you know what? I might get a... No, that's not the politically correct term. A little person to <laughs> to like turn a crank at the back. Just to power the electronics. Like consistently. Like a hamster. Yeah, yeah, he just has to he just has to keep going. Mm-hmm. If he stops, the electronics stop. When you said six hundred horsepower, are you gonna kill actual horses for that? I mean I am Maltese. How else are we gonna get horse meat? Yeah. So You kill the, you kill five hundred horses, you harvest their souls, and that that's how you lube up the engine. Lube up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you could use holy water for <laughs> <laughs> That's only for anal. Uh, for for engine lube, you need the souls of dead horses. Okay, okay. Killed on consecrated ground, of course. I, I assume the directionality is like into the engine of the engine lube. No, in the, in this case, it doesn't matter. You can just lube it up, like dip it dip it in lube and throw it to lesbians, you know. <laughs> directionality irrelevant <laughs> totally irrelevant you know i this is i think my favorite podcast that i've ever listened to or been a part of because it is really liberating to not have to make any sense whatsoever yeah yeah, yeah. that's the whole concept what, what's the point in sense yeah 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 no regulations Zero. whatsoever Zero. No I thought limits. I thought racing would bring me enlightenment, but I think this is this is what's this is what's gonna do it. When like you... I tried drugs, I tried those fucking seventy-five G forces shoving my testicles into my spine, but this conversation I think is what's gonna yeah. take me up. It might help that we're both doing yoga as we're speaking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You should see the bends yeah. my dick is doing under the desk right now. Yeah, it's it's a hell of a downward dog. Yeah, you know what's, you know what's really funny is that that strange. You put a lot of pressure in. on yourself now. 
saying that. You're right, and now that, and as soon as I said it, I was like, it's not that funny. But, <laughs> but that stranger who came to speak to me earlier mm-hmm. is like, I can hear him in the room over having <laughs> forced small talk with someone else. And she is much nicer than me. <laughs> so Dan, apart from that, we'll go on to like more aesthetic features, um, mm-hmm. design stuff. Uh, what's the design of the vehicle going to be like? I'll be honest, I like the original cube of the Moskvich. I think we keep the straight lines uh-huh. and we just make them a little bit slanted. Okay. I'm thinking it's still going to be a cube, just for fun. Yeah. Sure. Like a something more like a is this the right word a parallel a parallelogram? Yeah, it's like a a three-dimensional projection of a parallelogram. I yeah, think, probably. Yeah, yeah. Why not? And uh, like fire on the side, of course, and the racing stripe. Oh, j- just the one bit of fire. Yeah, sure. But a bit a bit on each side, though. Okay, so that's we're saying like. Well, I was gonna say six, but do we need one at the bottom? Yeah, neon lighting in it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and tinted the... windows, so you can fuck inside. Of course, of course. It's yeah. it's a Maltese creation, so. Has to have tinted windows. So, fire stripe. What color fire are we saying? We're going standard orange. Yeah, standard standard orange. But I think actually, in inside the stripe, maybe we should have, you know, some words of wisdom. Like the 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 catchphrase as you see at the back of Morty's cars, like only God know, can judge me. Only God can judge me. You know, do me once, I do you thrice. <laughs> <laughs> Dip me in honey and throw me to the lesbians. Who said that one? <laughs> That's from uh, shout out to Radio High. Yeah, but That's I think right. I think the winner would be Baby on board. Of course, yes. Yep. And that's presumably going not at the back for fun. No, 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 no. Right on the windscreen. Yeah. <laughs> fuck up with visibility. That's fun. Um, that, that. What about the, the general color of the cube? Are we going... The general, I mean, labor red, of course. That. I, why did I even ask? When you mentioned orange for the flames, I should have assumed you'd go for the color that matches orange most. Come on. Of course. Viva labor. I think people will be able to understand that without us. Yeah, I think I think they're like I'm assuming that your audience is mostly autistic, so they'll <laughs> <laughs> they have a higher than average IQ. They'll get it. Yeah, I, I'm I've not made these assumptions, admittedly, but now I think <laughs> about it, that those are the people I gravitate towards. So of course, exactly. Uh, now, logo design for the Silverstone Ravagers. I'm thinking, wait, Silverstone Ravagers, SR, uh, Silverstone Ravagers Malta. So I'm going to say an ass for Sroom. <laughs> Many, many asses. So Sroom is um, the uh, plural for ass in Maltese. So asses. So a a donkey. A a donkey on fire. A donkey on fire with a really nice ass. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm going... It's a mascot logo. Yeah, I'm assuming it's multiple donkeys. Again, because we're going Sroom, like plural. No, no, the the multiple asses is the ass with a really nice ass. Because there's two asses in the logo. You see? Oh, there's still going to be two asses. Okay. No, no, no. As in, it's the ass because it's a donkey. And then he also, like, the ass is showing. Okay. So that's okay. two asses. Sexy and then there's ass. a speech bubble saying, baby on board. <laughs> okay, that clarifies where the logo is going to be on the car then as well. Yeah. And this kind of is harkens back to the... Uh, origin of the Silverstone tracks. Yeah. The, the, it was originally used as a ra- racetrack by a, a, an ad hoc group of friends 
as they say, the ad hoc racing group. Oh, it was just a group of friends that would drive around the airfield real fast. And uh, one day they ran over a sheep and totaled the car and the sheep. And uh, I think they started referring it, referring to the informal race that would happen there as the Mutton Grand Prix. Prix, sorry. The Mutton Grand Prix. <laughs> the Mutton Grand Prix. Always felt like Great Britain elites hated the Welsh. Further proof of that. Indeed. As they should, frankly. No, come on, the Welsh are nice. Ah, fuck them. Unless, unless the Welsh are mixed with a little bit of Arab, I don't like them. Shout out to Tanya, previous guest. Shout out to Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> also, why is it? Why is it that if you say the word Arab like that, it just automatically sounds a hundred times more racist? I don't know why you'd say it like that in the first place. It's just, it's so much better. It sounds so much better to say Arab. No, it doesn't. But also sounds way more racist. I don't know yeah. why. This is, this is just you trying to be edgy, Dan. I guess, you know, I am an edgelord after all. Yes. Very yeah. much. Yeah. Truer words have never been, been spoken. Yep. So, is the logo going to be just one specific part of the car or going to be other places as well? Oh, like on the car? Yeah. Oh, no, it's, I mean, it's on the back. On the back of the car, okay. It's on the ass. Of course. Come on. Why, why, why do I even have to ask? So, baby on board? somehow ended up on the back anyway. Hey, hey, that is true. It's safety. Dan always loves being safe. Are your drivers uh, going to be wearing any helmets? Why would they? They're in a car. Oh, okay. Like... Yeah, just a format point in case you wanted to design something, but you know what, we can let that go. Yeah, helmets in a car. Yeah. Just between the pants? No, no, I said that so terribly. <laughs> what are we, Tim? Women? <laughs> we're, we're men. We don't need helmets. Jesus. Spoiler drivers will be alpha males. That's noted. Um, John Cleese, after all. <laughs> oh, I thought he was just chasing. I didn't realize he was going <laughs> to be. <laughs> That's true. Fair enough. Yep. Fair enough. He's the, uh, he's the chaser. Yeah, we could maybe we give. We don't Nic- know who the shot is yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean Nicole Scherzinger is in there, probably just trying to get her straining order real quick. Oh, most likely. Yeah, should we give her a helmet? I mean, of course. We need not to as a her. euphemism, I should say. No, 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 no. We need to do everything in our power to protect Nicole Scherzinger. So helmet, knee pads, elbow pads, put the cover in a condom, anything. I don't know what's happened to the pussycat dolls. Now I think about it. I probably got pregnant. Big assumption, but uh, yeah, okay. I assume I mean, you're the been, oracle. It's been like 20 years since they were popular, so it's a safe assumption. Yeah, time, I guess. I assume you're just the oracle for everything Pussycat does, so I'm taking your word for it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's 100% true. Having not researched anything about the Pussycat dolls in you know, 20 years. But I think the last time I knew anything about the Pussycat dolls, I used to masturbate to their music videos. Ah, lovely. So, I'm doing the maths here. You would have been 10? That's about the time I started masturbating. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, uh, we're going to go for a bit of a break. (laughs) Listen, I don't know how much of it has been in the first half and how much is going to be in the second half, but spoilers, this might be the filthiest recording yet. The filthiest episode of Valtteri podcast yet. Um, that's what you get when you bring a filthy guest on. Dan Shrirup is a fantastic comedian, though. Uh, we mentioned his Instagram handle earlier. It has now changed. His Instagram is now at DanXComedy. Follow him there. And also follow his podcast, The Dan Hood Pod, which is a good listen if you want to hear people talking about relationships, sex, and... Pure, unfiltered filth. Uh, Dan has recently been making waves on the Maltese comedy scene, shall we say. And he's got an event coming up soon on the 28th of July called The Tsunami of Love. 
If you're in Malta, or you're planning to be in Malta around the 28th, definitely go check it out. It was going to be fantastic, and he's got some more if such events planned later on in the year as well, so keep an eye out for that. Hope you're enjoying the episode, and let's get back to hearing what this edgelord, Daddy Hermes, Danix Comedy now, has got to say about the Silverstone Ravagers. Welcome back to Valtteri Podcast. Dan, have, it's been a while. Yeah, you? it's it's been a few months now. Huh? Yeah. Uh, had a good break? Sure. More Jacked small off. talk in the break? Uh, of course, yeah. yeah. That's assumed. Yeah, 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 yeah. With, with, with the guy watching? <laughs> no, it was a... He <laughs> watched but from behind. Still watching. That's true. Dan, we talked a lot about the vehicle you're using to enter this race. Uh, now we get to the people who are going to be making up your team. Mm. First of all, Dan, Schwerep, for people mm-hmm. who see that written down. That's how you pronounce it, Schwerep. Dan, Schwerep, Daddy Hermes, who's going to be your team principal? I was thinking about um, Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Oh, okay. Yep. Any reasons why? Um, I just think she's uh, really great with sound. Oh, okay. So why not put her in charge of speed? In charge of what now? Speed. You know, presumably the technical manager wants (laughs) to make the car go fast. (laughs) Okay. Now, I'll level with you. When I hear the phrase in charge of speed... I'm thinking more of a Jesse Pinkman situation. That's a good point. I mean, she will be handing out quaaludes also. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Ursula is going to be like from the technical aspect. Are you also looking at getting someone who demonstrates leadership qualities or do you trust her to do that? I I was hoping that she'd help me resurrect Hitler for the leadership. Oh, fuck off. Listen, listen, listen. You can say a lot of bad things about Hitler. Great leader. Yeah. Got the people to do exactly what he wanted. Question. Really unified the German people under a common cause. I'm quite surprised that's who you've gone for for leadership qualities. Um, I figured you'd go for someone alive, someone currently leading. Oh, I guess like all right. If we're going, if we're if we're going for someone like alive that represents all the leadership qualities that uh, Hitler also represented, then I would say Jared Leto. Oh, yeah, fair enough. That works, yeah. You know? And, you know, I I feel, Tim, that it's quite unfair of you to um, be be so so, uh, exclusionary with the dead but not exclusionary with fictional characters. No, no. We don't know if Ursula's alive or dead, to be fair. It's like Schrodinger's cartoon. I'm also not exclusionary to the dead, by the way. Should, I should point this out. Just the Hitlerian dead. Just the, the one, yeah. The, the Hitlerian. The one. Yeah, exactly. The Hitlerian. Which is a very good pun, actually. <laughs> fair enough. Jared Leto, um, as a cult leader, is he suing you as well, by any chance? Or... No, no, no. Just the, it's just the one suing me. I believe his name is Morden Guncha. <laughs> I've I've met him in character as Beth Jesus, actually, weirdly. <laughs> uh, I'll have a word. <laughs> Please do. Just uh, in case. Um, okay, so you've got... Time to report me to the police more often. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. <laughs> so we've got uh, Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Um, who's in charge of speed, and also Jared Leto might be there. Yeah, yeah, he's the he's the he's the glorious leader. <laughs> that that's a a role. That's what we should call technical principle. A previous episode, I, we renamed technical principle to arc patroller. I feel glorious leader is an evolution. Yeah, I agree. What about the rest of the team? Any engineers, pit crew? I mean, engineers, we get the the best one on the planet, Elon Musk. 
Uh, that's questionable. <laughs> um, Have you seen how he's running the bird app? I mean, impeccably, as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. <laughs> Twitter's fun again. It was great that two days where every time you tried to open it on a browser, the Doge logo would come up. That was lovely. It was really good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I really enjoyed. Listen, we have, I think, polar opposite opinions about Elon Musk on a semi-serious note, but but I enjoy the, the polar opposite opinions. I just think that the guy's a bit of a meme lord, but it's too basic. It's like he makes a joke that was funny maybe two, three years ago. It's like, come on, man. You've got time that, No, I, I agree. I agree. Like, he... He's not known for his humor, I would say. He is. Well, oh, I yeah, feel. with 16-year-old edgelords, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And there, therein lies a problem. That is a problem. Yeah. He's, a al- problem. he's also known for, you know, being quite a chick magnet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he does fuck. Yeah. I mean, Tallulah Riley married him twice. True. That was very surprising. That was, I mean, I remember seeing her in Westworld and just being yeah. like, wow, that Elon Musk, that? Okay. Yeah, and then you wiki and think, to quote 70s comedian, what's that all about? What's that all about? Oh my God. Wow. But anyway, pit crew, I'd say the seven dwarfs. They're close to the wheels. They're low. Yeah, I guess this kind of leads into what you said earlier. Um, exactly, we can use Dopey for the crank. <laughs> <laughs> I initially heard that as Dopey for the crank. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, why was Dopey so Dopey? <laughs> he was a crack baby. <laughs> Are we assigning specific roles for each of the um, seven dwarves? The seven dwarves? I mean, Happy is definitely on uh, moral support. Okay. Doc is Jared Leto's uh, second in command. Mm-hmm. Angry is uh, in the chaser car with John Cleese. Just keep him, <laughs> keep him in line. <laughs> Dopey's in charge of the crank and the crack. Sleepy, Sleepy is for the, the, post, um, the post-race blunt. Of course. Of course. And as a tradition, I can't believe I remembered six of the seven dwarfs Neither on the can top I. of I my am, goddamn head. I am genuinely impressed by this. Oh my god! I now I have to look it up. Hold on. Yeah. Seven Same. dwarfs. <laughs> Grumpy. Oh wait, I just made shit up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so grump. It's grumpy, not angry. I should have called that bashful. I think is the one you missed. Bashful. No, and sneezy. Oh, yeah. I feel like I mentioned one that wasn't there. Fuck it, you got an eight dwarf or a nine. Yes, yeah, sweet. You can keep angry and you can also have grumpy. Yeah, yeah. Bashful. Bashful will put him on um, will put him on the co-sharesinger duty because he's the only man who's going to be able to speak to her um, without trying to fuck her. Sneezy will put him in charge of the COVID protocols. Ah, yes. Very oh. clever idea. Nine dwarves out of nothing. Well, out of seven, I guess. <laughs> I, I do wonder how they multiplied. There was oh, some reproduction there. Yeah, no, how we got to nine from seven. Oh, how we got to oh, budding. Budding? Yeah. The, old, that? the reproductive strategy of certain unicellular organisms. Oh, all right, 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 right. Yep. I think you meant like buddying system. I mean, they become buddies once they've budded. Are they going to be taken through some training drills of sorts by uh, old Elon Musk slash Milon Suck? That's what I call him <laughs> now. In, in, my, in my narrative, Milon Suck is his name. No, no, if anything, they train him. They train him? Ooh. I mean, they're seven they're, or nine, nine at the last count. Uh, he's just one guy. Mm, okay. How how are they going to be training him? I mean, in all the ways they know. I mean, look, he's like Bashful is going to teach him not to fuck Nicole Scherzinger. Oh, okay. Sneezy is going to teach him that COVID's a thing. 
happy is going to teach him to smile. That's needed. Yeah, and may, maybe he'll even teach him how to not be an edgelord. But then, you know, gr Grumpy will just ruin all the ruin all the progress Happy makes. They kind of cancel each other out. Yeah. Happy strikes me as someone who's got a competitive side that we've just never seen. Yeah, you can never trust the ones that are always happy. Yeah. No. There's no, a catch never... 22 there. The sorts. the the more people smile, I like to say, the more people smile, the more kids they murder. Yep. And that's why I've got a resting bitch face. Yep. Yep. Because I've murdered so many, I can't smile anymore. Yep. That's true. I just fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Mentally. <laughs> Not 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 sexually. We should clarify. He means mentally. Yeah. No. No. I meant one hundred percent sexually. Uh, I mean, nineteen-year-olds are children, no? Oh yeah, yeah. I guess. More or less. Somehow, trying to justify a way for that to make it in anyway. Edge Lord. <laughs> There's some more personnel we need to have. On your team. <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just the nine dwarfs, uh, a head engineer, and you know, two leaders we've got. But obviously, there need to be some people behind the wheel. Oh, uh, behind the wheel, LeBron James. LeBron James. Okay, so you're going for the one driver. That's what I'm understanding there. Can I have multiple drivers? Uh, nothing stopping you. There's no rules. You can have multiple cars. You can have multiple drivers. You can like swap them out as you're going along. Okay, can... then in that case, it, it'll be LeBron James. And Michael Jordan, there, there's you know the big argument about who the goat is, who the greatest of all time is. Mm -hmm. So this will kind of solve the argument. It just puts them both behind the same wheel. Yeah. And we we'll see, we we'll see who comes out on top. You know. Yep. Famously, the um, way to judge who's the best at something um, tends to be, you know, getting a fish to go up a ladder. I didn't understand the reference, but okay. Neither did I, but and I said it. Ah, that's good. Essentially, you're figuring out who the goat is uh, based on an activity at which they were never really in consideration to be the goat. No, but at the same time, like LeBron James is just the goat of every sport. It's just he chose basketball. Same with Michael Jordan. Like yeah. they chose basketball, but they would have been the best. Yeah. At any, can you imagine? LeBron James playing bocce. <laughs> He'd crush. He'd destroy. He would crush. Gostra? All them Skittles down. Every flag. So, again, for, for the non-Maltese, bocce marbles. Yeah, yeah, basically. And you mentioned Gostra. Whatever, archery. Yeah. He, just, he doesn't even need the bow. Just, just grab that arrow and shoot out his dick. It's down. Yep, of course. He... I feel there's some logistical issues with the sentence you just said, but I'll let it fly. Um, LeBron is six foot nine, two hundred something pounds. Yeah, okay. I can be. I can be that as well if I tried really hard. Don't worry. Twenty pounds of that are his dick. An arrow fits in there. Oh no, that's not. That's not the logistical issue I said. You said grab it and then shoot it out his dick, and that's where I got lost. Ah, I, I explained badly. Fair. Don't worry, I Fair. believe an arrow can come out of a penis. Yeah. Have you I've ever seen, tried it before? I've, I've seen it happen. I do it, not possess the talent myself. Have you ever jelked? I'm giving you a face there to indicate what the fuck are you on about. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that that's the right word. But jelking is when one puts a metal bar into one's uh, willy hole. Yeah. And masturbates with said metal bar inside the willy hole. And right. if one is going to jelk, one would give one advice to have the metal rod have a flared base. Because one could get too excited and <laughs> lose said metal rod inside one's willy hole. Never have I heard a Maltese person use the word one so many times in a paragraph. 
It was technically a sentence, but also a paragraph. It felt like a paragraph. <laughs> it tasted like one too. What the metal rod? <laughs> Wait. You know. No fuck. Jelking is something else. Fuck. What the fuck is? Ah. Jelking is when you try to make your dick bigger. You want to know how to make your dick bigger? <laughs> We'll keep that private just because, you know, I don't want this to be consumed publicly. Just so it gives away my advantage, I feel. Ah, fair, 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 fair. <laughs> I mean, I'm already struggling in that department. Please, let's not just, you know, elevate I know, everyone. I, I feel like you're low-key packing. I think you have evidence to suggest that. <laughs> As true. does the rest of the island. So Tim likes to wear tight sweatpants. And we all notice. And he knows we notice. And we know he knows that we notice. And everyone just accepts it. And when he's on stage, I guess now we're a bit blind to it. But yeah. I would suspect that the new people coming to the shows are like, does he know we can see his dick? Does, does he know we notice? Is, does he no, we know that he knows that we know that I'm, you know, it's, it's, a, it's layered. It's layered. His use yes. of sweatpants is, is a layered phenomenon. Yeah. Luckily, there are layers down there as well. Oh, For I everyone. mean, if you were going commando, we would see much more detail. Undoubtedly. Uh, last time I didn't wear sweatpants. I was on stage in trousers. <laughs> what? So last time, were, were all your sweatpants just, just dirty? Yes, actually. Oh, Generally, just haven't done laundry in a few days. That's all it was. <laughs> so you had to stoop low enough yeah. to wear pants. Yep, disgusting. Uh, and they're too big for me as well. Oh, sorry, the, the, the Bruno, sorry. <laughs> the only amount of times when he was on my podcast <laughs> that I was making some deep philosophical point and he just goes never have I heard anything more on brand it's just burping and randomly saying well what was that I zoned out yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of growing a afro in his honor you can have an afro you know oh, I already in, do, in the worry. downstairs area yeah I already do yep unsurprising you never struck struck me as a shaver, and oh, I would never shave. Thing. Listen, I have hair on every inch of my body, except thankfully my back. Palm. Thankfully, palm out, no no palms also. Yeah. But there is a continuous line of hair going from the, my head to my eyebrows. They are connected to my beard, also connected down to my chest. I shave it, but it's actually connected if I let it grow. So imagine I shaved my balls. It would just be like, if naked, it would look ridiculous. One could argue, not me, because I've never seen this phenomenon, that it's mm. possible you already look ridiculous naked. I'll allow other people to... I looked a little bit ridiculous a couple of years ago, I'll be honest. I had, you know, a bit more, more of a fupa. The love handles were a bit you know, really more more pronounced, um, and you know, with the tattoos, it just didn't. It wasn't a good look. It wasn't a good look. Now, 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 it's now it's nice. Now Are it's you nice. jacked? Mm, I wouldn't say jacked. Jacked I would say off. Jack, jacked ished, jack ished, jack ished, jack -ished. Jacked off. <laughs> that can stay. Yeah. <laughs> jack ished. Uh, Dan, do you have any particular race strategy going into this weekend? I mean, press on the gas and hope for the best. The traditional race strategy. I, I mean, that. isn't that the only way to do it? Right, so that's, weirdly, I think the exact phrasing that Elon Musk would probably use to talk to LeBron and Michael Jordan. That sounds exactly why, like him. That is why he's my idol. He's going to take us to Mars, Tim. He's going to do it. Yeah, that would be a problem if you go to Mars when you should be at Silverstone. That's I a mean, hell of I a DNF. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think maybe maybe we could have the Silverstone race on Mars? Now that's a fucking Disney movie. It is a Disney movie, yes. And also, 
I feel it could actually allow us to have some real silver stones there because that irks me, the lack of silver stones on the silver stone track. It it, it is irksome. Yeah. And granted, the stones might be red at first, but, you know, go over to gravel a few times. Mess with the gravity settings a little bit. You make them silver. Most definitely. Sounds like you're liking this plan. That's also a really good way to throw the other thing themes off. Because I feel you might have had a bit of a disadvantage in the speed department. How come? Oh, just, you know, relative to the other cars that can go out over 300 kilometers an hour. I mean, who says that the Moskvich can't keep up with the other cars? I will remind you, LeBron is driving. And Michael Jordan. That's a fair point. And are, are there any... Remember, this is a sport. And so are any of the other uh, race cars driven by black men? Well, Sir Lewis... Oh, okay, then we might be fucked. <laughs> but he's only, he's like half black, right? Now, this is the thing as well. You put weird forms of gravity like into the mix. Weird mm. forms of gravity, you know, just a different kind of gravitational pull into the mm-hmm, mix. Mm-hmm. That might be a hell of an equalizer. True, And there's a good chance that Elon Musk is an alien, so it's like home court advantage. I think there is um, a philosophy that Drivers do tend to perform better on their home track. Rubens Barrichello, the exception, maybe, but I think that's probably a thing. Yeah, it happens in other sports all the time. Yeah, exactly. Home advantage. Is is um, Verstappen racing? Uh, yes, the young one, Max. Not his dad. His dad's retired. Oh, it, he had a dad? Has. Dad. Oh, see, I wasn't aware. You, you're trying to kill him. I thought I thought he was uh, he, Daddy Max. It was, it was a budding situation, but that's fine um, because he he actually has the record for the lap record for Silverstone. Does he? And okay. I have a I have a real issue with that. You want to take it away from him? Yeah. No, and it's it's clearly an, an Illuminati conspiracy <laughs> that that he has the he has the, the lap record. But I mean, come on, come on, Tim. With a name like Verstappen, it's hardly a mystery why. Yeah, and also with, big... and this might be a bit offensive, but fuck it. Um, his appearance is also possibly a bit alieny, so he might stand a good chance. Edge Lord, is Traders... it alieny or Dutch? It can be both. Um, people on Reddit often refer to like his face on the 2022 theme trailer thingy as a mm. frog face. Ooh. I'm, the Dutch, listen, we can say a lot of good things about the Dutch. Yes, and but a lot of bad, if we wanted to. I can only say one bad thing. They're not attractive. There's very few attractive Dutch. I don't really know Dutch people. Jan Maas is the one who I can think of. And he's just a Ted Lasso character. Uh, Dan, so you've got LeBron and Michael Jordan driving um, at separate points. Are you going to give preferential treatment to one of them in terms of your strategy? No, no, no. The point is chuck them in the car together and let them let them and Jesus take the wheel. Oh, Jesus is driving as well. Okay. I mean, Jesus is always driving. Jimenez. He's everywhere, Tim. Right. He watches you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He Fucking knows when you're perf. bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. <laughs> I think you're getting him mixed up with someone else. No. You're just describing my neighbor, what you're doing there. Oh, maybe this is your neighbor. Okay. Yeah. Although I do live next to a church, so. Maybe it is your neighbor. It all adds up, I feel. And <laughs> you're starting the race at the back of the grid in 21st position. How do you think uh-huh. it's going to go for you? Wait, wait, wait. Why? What do you mean, why? Why am I starting at the 21st position? Why am I not starting in pole position? Well, why would you start in pole position? Because I bribed the fucking officials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Fair play. Elon Musk must have some spare change after spending $44 billion on Twitter. Alma Doncic? Now, for the non-Maltese listener, that was Alma Doncic. Not even I can explain that. It's very hard <laughs> to explain that. It's very, very hard. It's, 
it's like a swear word that you say different so that it's funnier. Yeah. It's like when y'all say heck. Yeah. Yeah. But except Doncic is like now it's the surname of a very famous basketball player. Yeah. But we've been saying that for a long time, I feel. I, I've never said Almaluka Doncic. Almaluka Doncic, no, but Alma Doncic, I feel like I've heard my great grandma say when I was like five. Uh, it's been around, okay. Fair play. Mm. This is a first. I don't know for me. if I'm just making that up or if I just made if I made up the word or if I, if I made up the memory of my great grandmother. Do I even have a great grandmother? Who knows? They'll they'll believe anything. So you're starting in pole position, apparently. Uh Yep. Um, Nice way to avoid qualifying as well, to be fair. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Bribe the... Whatever that means. Yeah, bribe the FIA and all that. And how do you think the race is going to go for you? I mean, we're going to win, obviously. Mm. Okay, because your strategy is foolproof. And you're in Mars, of course. (laughs) God, bro. With Elon Musk... And with with Elon Musk being chased by Nicole Scherzinger. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Actually, sorry, it's LeBron and Michael Jordan being chased by Nicole Scherzinger. No, you know what? Actually, sorry, sorry, we need to switch out Nicole Scherzinger. Okay. Because she's too brown. We need like, uh, like a young white lady who can accuse fucking Michael Jordan and LeBron James of sexual assault. You know. Because Nicole Scherzinger is too brown, no one will believe her. Um, oh, I, like, see, I see where you're going. You know? Okay. But if it's a white girl, they'll really run. Okay, we we can leave that as you know, like un- to Kobe. undefined so, white girl. Yeah. Um, it can it can be anyone really. Although, does uh, structural inequality in, with regards to race exist on Mars? That's the question. I think if it's still under the FIA's control, probably. Yeah, 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 I agree. I, agree. I should also mention, I guess technically there's the chaser car involved as well. Are we saying, we can say they're part of the race. Yeah. Yeah, why, why not? not? So let's say they're starting at the back. Where do you think they'll finish? <laughs> <laughs> I think that they'll finish, they'll finish probably second or third. Oh, still, wow. Because they're going to be chasing. Like that white girl wants that money. <laughs> Again, another sentence I need to justify keeping in uh, internally. <laughs> so, Dan, you're going to be spending the race weekend in Silverstone slash Mars. What are you going to get up to? I mean, if it's Silverstone, I suppose, uh, you know, try really hard not to do heroin or kill myself. And <laughs> if, it's, um, if it's on Mars, get in some some zero zero gravity basketball in, go on a date with Nicole Scherzinger, uh, anything to pass the time, really. She's a bit past her prime, but... Well, I, yeah, maybe gives you a chance to pull that off, though. Yeah, but I can always say I fucked Nicole Scherzinger. Well, you can say it. I can say it. I, I mean, I can say it, too. Yeah. I just did. Exactly. That's the beauty of language. We can all gaslight people into thinking things. Just... Just don't be careful. Don't call Gordon Manchin an asshole. That's the one rule. Now some alt text for the listener again. Gordon Manchin is like um ultra Catholic cult. He's not, he's a, he, no no no. He's an evangelical Christian. To be fair. Yes, I'll cut out everything I said for my own safety, uh, <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll leave that section there. Not going into it any further. Just again, yeah. for my own good. He's a nice guy, I'm sure. Oh, he's a, he's a wonderful man. I listened to, I listened to um, one of his sermons where he railed about uh, the evils of Is this, is of this like sex. opposition scouting is what you're doing now? <laughs> Listening no, no, no. to his I sermons. Mean, I mean, listen, listen. Uh, um, ultimately, uh, Gordon Manchez part of my team he is the the uh spiritual voice i would say he's the the one we listen to before the races for inspiration <laughs> and no but i was i was listening to one of his sermons and he made the very 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 uh deep philosophical point that if one were to go to a pride march that one is just signing them up 
signing themselves up for a one-way ticket to hell. And I think that clearly means he's not an asshole if he's saying such things. I zoned out you in part that. <laughs> I'll level with you. It's very Bruno of me to do. Yeah. But I generally yeah. did. No, I basically said that in one of his sermons, the one where he railed about the evils Amen. of anal sex, uh, he also mentioned in keeping up with his non-asshole agenda and his being a very nice guy, he did say that uh, if you go to a pride march, if one were to go to a pride march, that wow. one would be signing themselves up for a one-way ticket to hell. And I think he makes a valid point. A valid, valid point, yes. Does make hell sound nice. Yeah, maybe he can take the, the Moscovich to help. <laughs> Dan, I'm going to quickly summarize everything you've told me about the team you're entering in here. You can do it quickly, that's impressive. I don't think I can, but um, I'll level with you on the sticky note, the number of sticky notes um, competition here. Not the most I've had, but I'm going to try to do it in a short amount of time. Dan, Shwirup, your team is the Silverstone Ravagers Malta. Um, you're going to have a Moscovich car, which you'll revive by shoving nitroglycerin into the engine and hoping for the best. It's going to be in the shape of a cube with four wheels, uh, 600 horsepower. You're going to manually kill 500 of those horses yourself, and you're going to have a little person turning on a hamster wheel to power the electronics. Uh, other than that, you're also going to be chased by another car, which had... Noel Gallagher, John Cleese, and previously had Nicole Scherzinger, who has now been replaced by Undefined White Girl. We said it's going to be a cube. It's actually going to be a 3D projection of a parallelogram. It's going to have fire stripes on every one of the sides, orange, of course, uh, with of phrases with like inspirational quotes, such as baby on board, only God can judge me, stuff like that. <laughs> the car is going to be labor red. The logo is a donkey with a sexy ass on fire with a speech bubble saying baby on board on the back of the car. Uh, one of the things I've got written here is protect Nicole Scherzinger. I think by taking her out of the chaser car, that's achieved. So it's now redundant. One less sticky note. Yeah. Well, um, I didn't use a whole sticky note for protect Nicole Scherzinger. I would have. Yeah, that, that's a bad reflection on me, actually, now I think about it. Uh, your team principal is Ursula from The Little Mermaid, who's going to be in charge of speed. And also, after a failed attempt at resurrecting Hitler, we've got Jared Leto as the glorious leader. And the spiritual voice of the team shall be Gordon Munchet. The lead engineer, Elon Musk, the pit crew, is what well, formerly was the Seven Dwarfs, is now the Nine Dwarfs. Uh, specifically, uh, Dopey's in charge of the crank, and they will actually be training Elon themselves. Drivers. So Dopey's are they? Oh, they is in the Seven Dwarfs, the Nine Dwarfs. Oh, okay. All right, right. Just to clarify. I've no clue what the Dwarfs' pronouns are. Never looked into that, weirdly. Yeah. Uh Drivers, we've got LeBron James and Michael Jordan. They'll be swapped out for each other at some point. This will help determine who is the real GOAT. Uh, the race won't actually be at Silverstone. It's relocated to Mars. Um, your main car will be starting in pole position. You're predicting a win. The chaser car starting at the back. You think it's got enough motivation to finish second. That's a really good summary. Yeah, and quite quick. Yeah, I, I don't think you'd come so quick. Yeah, well... Yeah, I'll surprise you in multiple ways. Dan, Daddy Hermes, Shwirep, yeah. uh, thank you for joining me on Valtteri Podcast. It was fun. I did warn you it was going to be filthy. Uh, in hindsight, maybe should have warned you pre-episode. That That's on me. But I've not laughed this much <laughs> in quite a while. There were some bits that I had to cut out because... Well... Partly legal reasons, um, also very much legal reasons, yes. But that was a very, very fun recording with uh, Dan, a good friend of mine, who actually now uh, hosts the open mic nights that I used to run at Afrodeli. Uh, he's taken them over now. Not that we fought for them and I was the one who lost. It's just, I'm not there anymore. Someone has to take them over from me and... Uh, I've made the possible error of entrusting Dan 
Abdan also has the event called Tsunami of Love coming up, which you should definitely attend because it's going to be fantastic. Follow Dan at Dan X Comedy and also at Dan Hood Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Over 80,000 followers on TikTok. Can't be wrong. Must be something entertaining about that. Uh, of course, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter as well at Valtteri Pod and myself at Timo Borge 13. Also, leave a lovely review for the podcast and rate it five star wherever you get your poddies. And we'll see you again in a few days where we'll talk to Dan about how the race went for him. After that, a couple of weeks until the race in Hungary. Have a good weekend, I guess. Bye-bye.